The bus to Kilburn is a long time coming, and while waiting, Anna looks back and forth between two versions of the Edgware Road, the real and the digital. The real one, all around her, is busy shifting into its evening routine. Dozens of people are gathering around her at the bus stop. Pedestrians are streaming along the pavement and clotting at the zebra crossing. Cars and taxis and lorries are blocked in both directions on the road, and beyond them the Odeon is filling up with couples queuing for tickets and popcorn. Anna's attention focuses on two couples in particular, framed by the main window. One couple are tanned and chatty, and their height is perfectly proportioned for the man's arm to loop around the woman's shoulder. She imagines the number 75 flashing above their heads. The couple behind them are of equal height and don't seem to be communicating at all. It appears that the man might even be wearing headphones, and she pictures a 64 before a truck lurches forwards and blocks her view. In contrast to this raucous activity, the map on her phone is entirely empty showing nothing but the red dot pinpointing her location and the grey and beige outlines of surrounding buildings. This is Anna's first day on Kismet, and the only match she has made was this morning in Soho Square, where she took her phone out after receiving the text to say her profile was ready. The small park was deserted, but after a few minutes, she saw a dark-haired man in a long coat walking around the perimeter of the square, and although she lost sight of him behind a hedge, He reappeared a moment later as a blue dot on her phone. Her excitement lasted only the time it took to press this dot with her thumb, which sadly yielded the number 54. Not enough to approach someone in a bar, let alone chase them down in the street. Since then, she has checked during her lunch break and while popping to the pharmacy and as she sat at her desk, but each time there was nothing, just as there is now during the mayhem of rush hour. She wonders if something is amiss with her profile, or if she would be getting hits if she were waiting for a bus headed to East London. And then this thought is wiped by something surprising. She can hear singing. Happy birthday to you. A young white man in a fleece and jogging bottoms is standing in front of her, with one foot off the curb and one hand hanging onto the bus signpost. He sings at full volume the familiar words wrapped around an altogether different, perhaps improvised melody. Happy birthday, he continues, scanning his wild eyes around the bus stop as if challenging the assorted commuters to meet his glare. To you. Everyone surrounding Anna tuts and shakes their head and turns away. But she is transfixed, sensing something staged or unusual about this performance. There is something familiar about the man's long, sad-looking face as if maybe he is a minor celebrity or just a friend of a friend. Happy birthday, dear. His eyes fix on Anna at this point, and for a moment she thinks he's about to sing her name. But instead he says nothing, just stares at her helplessly, as if desperate for someone to remind him of his line, before ploughing on regardless. Happy birthday to you. Silence. His eyes sweep along the bus stop once more, as if he has proved his point and shamed them into silence, and then he walks away. Anna watches him strut off towards Marble Arch, pulling a small suitcase behind him, and eventually she is jolted by the realisation of who he looks like. Her dad. Not the middle-aged version, but how he looked as a teenager or young man, in those photos of him with his siblings in his first car, at graduation, a handsome and hopeful twenty-something. The similarity is uncanny and she watches after the singer until he is completely lost in the weave of other pedestrians, 
and almost doesn't notice that the bus to Kilburn has arrived and is waiting with its doors open. Anna takes her favourite seat at the front of the top deck, and a moment after the bus chugs away, she opens her contacts and calls Zara, who answers immediately. How are you? says Anna, inserting her headphones. Zara says she's fine, that she just got home, and when she asks the same question, Anna jumps straight to it. Something weird just happened. I was at the bus stop and this guy came and started singing at me. At you, says Zara, her voice distant and echoing. Well, more like at the whole bus stop, but he definitely focused on me. Like a busker? He didn't ask for money. Was he drunk? Says Zara, her voice louder now. I don't think so. Well, what was he singing? Anna says the birthday song, and Zara laughs and says that she doesn't understand what was so weird. It was like he was singing it to me, 